Okay, Chad, it's your turn for an opening. Okay. I want sound effects and a musical number. Um. No. You can't have either of those things. If okay. I was in a better mood, maybe I had. A, can I? I don't know if I can. If I can take a moment to just bitch about stuff, is that okay? I know we have a topic. But well, no, that's. But I, I have some negative things to talk about too. So, I we can I've save the good week. stuff for Glad Space. I've had a fucking like a week and a half. I learned that not all cats are jellical cats because my cats are dicks, and uh, freaking Ripley peed on my bed. This is this is long enough ago, but we didn't. I didn't have a, we didn't do a comics podcast, so I didn't get the bitch about it there. But you know what's fun is you go you go into bed and you sit down, and then the bed is wet, and you're like, oh, it's not supposed to be wet. And then of course he got down to the goddamn mattress. He went underneath the the top sheet, the the the, the two blankets on top, like the, the the really soft ones, to pee underneath it, like he was burying himself and then peeing, and then I don't know I don't know what his game plan was. But it was really annoying. And of course, I don't have any spare set of sheets. I do now. So he made me spend money I didn't want to spend. Uh, so that sucked. And then, like, not long after I got cold. I'm, f- I'm getting over the cold. I will probably hack a bit. And that's annoying. And then I had shit with the fucking house and the bank. Because I got to get money from the bank to pay off a stupid construction. Because that was part of the agreement. Because the bank sucks. And that was annoying. And then it got better. And now it's annoying again. I can't, it's been really, I've been pissed off at my book. It's been a really long, weird week. I want to go to bed. I'm sober. That's about it. NyQuil's fucking great, by the way. We should be sponsored by NyQuil. I really like NyQuil. I like DayQuil. DayQuil's good, too. I don't, I feel bad about taking both back to back, because I feel like it's going to fuck my liver up, because I drink a lot. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. And I value sleep more than being awake, like, at work. So I'm like, you know what, I'm going to be a groggy mess at work, but at least I slept all right. And so, you know, I'm, like, congested and coughing and everything. I don't have any energy, but, yeah, I'd rather go to sleep easier. <laughs> but DayQuil's great. I've definitely used it before. I have some. And Theraflu, I got to use that. I, I was mixing and matching all of the, the decongestant drugs this week. It's like, oh, each day I had a new one. You know what one I like is the Theraflu, um, the one that's like the powder you mix into a hot water. Yes, it tastes really, it's good. It, it works it's, really it's well. It's good, but it functions. Like, I feel better immediately. I do too. That's just awesome. That is good. Um, do you want to talk about the Oscars? Oh yeah, the uh, the Parasite so, one, and that's cool. Yeah, but we left off last week um, with our Joker predictions. So Joker only won two, so I'm okay with that. I don't remember what I predicted. I forgot we you, even did that. You, I think my line was, if they got three, I'd be mad. And yours was, if they got four, you'd be mad. So I guess we're not mad. We're not mad. That's um, good. The one actor, which I think is okay. That's good. Yeah, uh, that's Because nothing against Jacqueline Phonix. Um, He did a good job. Yes. The other Oscar was for score. And I'm like, ugh. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember songs in that movie at all. For all I know, that movie had no background noise. It was that unremarkable. Well, it had very good mood setting, but there wasn't like necessarily what I would even call a score. It was like sad violin with random notes. Sure. So that's like it's him on the bus, and you hear. getting off the bus and it's not that it's not um impactful to the credit of the movie but there were other movies that had actual scores this year yeah so (laughs) whatever i'm glad he won best actor that's good i'm glad that they didn't like give joker a bunch of attention just because it made headlines has um has tarantino ever won an oscar for best picture I don't know. Because I feel like eventually he, he's he got to get one just because that's how the Academy works, right? Like, I feel like the, oh, <clears throat> what the fuck is the name of that movie? It had Bruce Willis in it. I mean, I don't I don't take Pulp the fiction. Oscars serious anyways. No, Oscars but I mean, is dumb. It's, it's like with Lord of the Rings. They basically, like, they waited till the third one came out because they knew it was going to be a trilogy. And then they just gave all the Oscars to the third one. 
Yeah. And not because the third one was a good film or because they're comparing films. It was like, oh, people like that Peter Jackson thing. Okay, you earned it. So I never saw Parasite. I'm glad it won, but I also don't care. But it is weird that there's like a best foreign film category, right? Or a best overseas film. I don't know how they word it. But then it won best picture. And it's just like, so are we getting rid of best foreign film now? We're just going to have multiple... I don't... Like, what's How does this work? No, they can still have a category for foreign film. I just... So are the, I wonder if more foreign films will be nominated for both. Like, was, was Parasite nominated for that one, too? For best foreign film? You know, I don't know. Like, I guess but I, I don't I have also, a... I believe Parasite got, a, like, an American national release, though. That's true, it did. Uh, that's I think that's kind of the difference. Mm-hmm. I think I some of the rules are a little arbitrary. It's kind of like last year, um, Steven Spielberg said that like Netflix shouldn't be allowed. Oh yeah, to, I remember that. Like their movies don't count, which is kind of weird because it's like, are we measuring, like, are we are we measuring an arbitrary system of theaters? Or are we celebrating the craft of the art form? Because honestly, I'm fine with either one, but you have to pick that and exactly. just admit. You know, this is a corrupt system, or we like art. It just makes just, me realize. Just say it. I don't care. That the Oscars must have some kind of rules. I don't. I don't know any of the rules, and so when I come to that conclusion, I realize I don't have to give a shit who wins or loses. I'm not going to see most of the movies, anyways. So you know, the room qualified for an Oscar. Qualify? Well, I, I'm sure it did because it probably made some arbitrary rule, like it played in a fucking theater. For it played in a theater for at least three weeks. Didn't he like That's... rent a theater to do that just so he could qualify? Because yes, Tommy was so as Tommy was so. But somehow Netflix shouldn't be allowed to do that. You know, it's like it. It's Has Neil weird. Breen ever done that? No, um, Neil Breen doesn't have to because he's above the system. That's the moral of every one of his movies. You know, you got a point there. I'm gonna make. Oh, okay. You know what? Maybe we should have our own award show. I don't see enough movies. No, it doesn't have to be about movies. It'll be the opinionese. Okay, I love the opinionese. And, and um, we'll call our little trophies um, uh, cheapos, and it's like I won a cheapo on opinionsarecheap.com. I remember uh, Rooster Teeth used to actually do that, and I think they actually sent out awards to the people that won. And at first, people didn't give a shit, and then they got huge. And maybe it's important now. I stopped listening to their podcast. I got I got other complaints about podcasts. Oh, yeah? Um yeah, if we want to just rant about negative things for a while. I'm fine with it. I could have gone further about my house, but I kinda realized no one cares. You care. I do. You're almost someone. I, I, I misplaced five thousand dollars. How? Well, I thought the bank had it, and then the bank's like, What well, I don't know what you're talking about and I was like, I've been on hold for ten minutes, so someone who doesn't know what they're talking about can tell me they don't know. And then it turns out that the law office had it. And I was like, Okay, I found it. They're like, yeah, but you have to get the bank to approve it so before we can give you the money. And I was like, the bank doesn't even remember anymore. They're like, yeah, but you got to get the bank to do it, or you can't you know what do it. What puts me in tears is that um that Onion review of the of what what's that movie? Shoot, it's a Wonderful Life. You remember that one? Yeah. Where he's he just goes on this tangent about how Uncle Billy like misplaced the ten thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. And, like, how can you possibly do that? Like, how stupid are you? And, like, you can't even finish the review because he's so mad at Uncle Billy. Yeah, the, he would be mad at me because I misplaced $5,000 for yeah. about 25, 30 minutes. And then I found it, but I can't get it because other people are in control of this money. Even though it is legally mine, it is my money, the bank has it in their vault. And I have to find someone at the bank who remembers. And I, I got a contact who's going to tell me to call someone else. And I might get a call back tomorrow. I hate, I hate BMO. I'm gonna say it right now. I bank with BMO Harris. They're fucking awful. They should Yay. all, everyone who works there should take a gun and then point it at the nearest tire and shoot that tire because that would be vandalism. Then they'd all go to jail for a day for vandalism. Except the people high in in office who are actually the ones that are the cause of my problems. They should just shoot themselves. But the the, the normal workers, they don't need to kill themselves. They just need to do. An inconvenience. That's my cosmic justice. Okay. Why don't... you? Sh- you honestly, 
when you get the money and you go take it to the bank, you should wear, like, a shawl over your head. And just, like, after you give them the money, just, like, point at them and go, like, skinny, skinny, or whatever. Thinner. I can try to do that. that was it. Go thinner and just curse them. <laughs> oh, I hope this works out well and ideally soon. Because, you know, the people that finished the construction on my house want to get paid. That's fair. I want them to get paid, too. It's not my fault. The bank has stolen my money. Banks should be able to steal money. They're supposed to keep it safe. These airplanes are so loud. Uh, I hate... I don't... I'm dumb. Wait, is that an airplane or is that a lawnmower? Fuck it you. Might be a really... how cold it is right now? It might be like a really big lawnmower. It's like negative 15 with wind chill. But it's like, it's like 530. Who's mowing now? I, it's I 530. Care. You wouldn't mow at 530. Because it's dark out. So you can mow when it's dark out. No. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it, but you can. It's so cold out. I went outside and my like eyes hurt. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's winter in Minnesota. <laughs> this happens. Uh, 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 uh. So, so I'm mad. I don't like Spotify. Okay. Do you use Spotify? Sometimes. I, I, it doesn't work. Like I only ever use their web player. It does not function. Um, so I'm trying to navigate now. I have to. Okay, I have to push like five buttons to get to the podcast page. I forgot people listen to podcasts on Spotify. So here's the thing. Um, they don't. So Spotify is buying podcast networks and then making them exclusive to Spotify. Oh, that's awful. So starting tomorrow, I can no longer access three of the shows that I listen to without using Spotify. Really? Now, if I use the Spotify app, it it does not organize them in a way that like any other podcast app does. I have to like go manually find the episode I want to listen to and manually download it. Okay, to and be also, fair, yeah, that's how I do that with iTunes. But okay, and that's fine if that's what you do. But that's not how any other podcast app works. No, I'm sure they're, like, not stupid, and they're part of 2020 instead of, you know, 2014 when I started listening to podcasts. But it's, like, after this podcast will end, it automatically starts downloading the next one off my data. Oh, that's annoying. So I have to manually turn it off at the end of a show, which means I have to catch that the show actually ended. You know how, like, some of these are. Yeah. Um, But also, you can't put in an RSS feed. Really? It has to be, yeah, you can only search for the name of it. So I'm... I'm paying for two different podcasts, like through Patreon. They give the exclusive RSS feed for my account. I can't put it in here. So literally, three of my favorite shows are moving to a different service that does not compatible with all the other shows. Wow. So if I want to keep listening to my stuff, I have to juggle two different apps now. And this is a mild inconvenience, but I'm dreading like the future where every podcast network is like owned by someone different. I bet. I bet opinions are cheap, and the comics podcast will always remain independent because not enough people care. That's a promise. And you know what? I don't mind that at all because it means I can say stuff and then not be super feel super bad because no one's gonna listen to it. Right. Um. But also, I care about you, the listener. Yeah. Hi, listeners. Hi, Richard. But yeah, mostly hi, Richard. But I, I, I'm a little. What in the world? I just got a Comic Con email. Um, they, they, they entered me as an exhibit manager. Hmm. I did not fill out my application in January and I specifically told them I'm not coming back next year and they just ignored that and sent me my credentials. Neat. I'm going to skip that. Where's my opinions are cheap email? Uh, oh, we got an email. Really? Yeah. So Google writes us, um, help us protect you. Security advice from Google. Well, thank you, Google. Google can use this email address to make sure it's really you. Th- oh, thank you, Google. At least someone cares enough to write to us. They do. I love getting emails. Um, but back to my back to my rant about podcasts. It's uh, it's kind of like um, you know how YouTube used to be good. Yes. So I'm looking at a future where podcasts work like current YouTube. That would be horrible. Well, I, that's just where we're headed because this is getting really. Um, it it's like okay, one of my favorite networks is the Last Podcast Network. Okay. Yep. 
Um, they have a really fun uh, true crime show, but they also do stuff about music and movies. Like actually, uh, a couple weeks ago, I recommended No Dogs in Space. Um, they're doing that whole like music deep dive into the punk genre. Oh yeah, I should really um, listen to that. that. Sounds cool with the Stooges and stuff. Well, you can only download it on Spotify, but I do recommend you do. Um, but basically, like they pointed out. If Spotify wasn't sponsoring them, they wouldn't be able to put out No Dogs in Space with their workload and everything. Like, they need more income to produce high-quality content. That makes so sense. So it's like, yeah, it's it, there's a reality to it. These people put a lot of time and work into the research. It's not like, you know, the, you, <laughs> you and me, we sit down and it's like, hey, do you want to talk about uh, Pokemon again? And I'm like, yeah, let me grab a beer. Um, it's like... For professional stuff, it's like, okay, cool. I don't mind chipping in. Like, I, I like a couple of these shows enough that I go to their Patreon, and it's like, hey, here's a couple dollars. I, and, you know, that'll help a little bit. But some of these shows need more than a couple dollars. Yeah. So, you know, I don't really mind that. I just don't like the weird, uh, the, the weird, <laughs> like, if Spotify was a functional app, I would move everything over to it. But the fact that it does not work like a, a podcatcher... And then they're making stuff exclusive, which I've never heard of before. Well, it's like the um, like when EA Origin did their thing, and now we have the uh, the the other one. I can't remember the company name. Uh, Steam. Epic. Huh? Ste- Steam. Steam. No, there's a third one. Steam's the normal one. There's Steam. There's Origin, and then there's whatever the new one is that is getting a lot of exclusive shit or timed exclusive stuff. This happened like this started last year, I think, and people were really mad. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that's that yeah, is the Epic, the Epic Store, Store but, right? Yeah. yeah. And so, like, I'm not gonna download those clients. I have Steam, and that's it. I don't want more clients. So if there's games that aren't available, I'm just not going to play them. And uh, I guess I've come to the realization that that's okay. Or like, I guess Orcs Must Die is gonna be on the Epic Store for a year exclusively, and then it'll come everywhere else. And I was like, oh, I guess I'll get Orcs Must Die three when it's on Steam. Like, I can wait. It'll probably be cheaper then. Not a big deal. Uh. But I get why people are mad, and if it's something you like a lot, like if like one of the podcasts I listen to moved to Spotify, I would be like, I can't listen to this unless I'm on a web browser because I use an old-ass iPod and I have to download and drag the, the shows to it. So if there's no easy way for me to do that, I literally am not going to listen to those podcasts, so that would suck. Okay, I got another one. I got a GameStop story. Okay. I went to GameStop, okay? Okay. Um. Made so a you, Have you... Well, it was it was an adventure. Have you been to a GameStop lately? God, no. It's been so long. I've walked by them, and it's like mostly Funko Pops now, it looks like. Well, that's that's kind of the fun part. I, it was literally like um, Indiana Jones or something, because I got to go to GameStop, and I'm going to... Uh, I want to stop by on my way home from work. Not the normal mall I go to. I want to stop by somewhere else. What's the nearest one? I don't want to drive all the way over. Okay, here. So it's this mall I'm not familiar with. I go there... And I was like, well, where is the GameStop? It's all the way on the other side of this really long mall. And so I go, I walk all the way over there. And, it, and like, that part of the mall is dying where, like, some lights are not on. Oh, God. And so it's like, oh, it's spooky. And I get to the, the GameStop. And then it's like, I have to I have to wade over all the, the pop vinyls and and I'm climbing around. And there's a, there's a mummy. And I had to run away from the mummy. And I, and I swung over the, there was like a big pitfall reference promo thing i had to swing over it and i go oh no that was close and i got the jiggy and um and the superstar and the and the mario coin and then i i found the lady and i asked the lady do you have b simulator because i heard it's on sale and she was like uh yeah i said okay i want that um well i don't have any like here you don't have b simulator yeah, well, mm. do you want the case? I can give you the disc. I have the disc. I'm like, like, can you give me like a blank case that the disc will go in? Ah, uh, yeah. It's okay. I'll take that. I don't understand what the situation was <laughs> or what she was seeing on her computer, but it was it was a weird transaction. Um, she gave me a blank blue case and got the B simulator disc, and it's like half off, even though it came out like a month ago. And uh, <laughs> and she gives that to me, and then she says, "Oh, and then we have a promo. Um, 
I just I need to tell you about all uh, like we if you have any electronics that we'll buy, um, they, it, you know it's not just games like we buy if you have old phones if you have iPods, um, if you have any MP3 player, and so I <laughs> at this point I feel sad for her because I felt like this is probably her first job or something. Sure. And I know they're mandated to ask this, so it's oh, like yeah. I'll just, I'll be polite and I'll I'll say like well you know I'm curious. Um, cause I do have an old iPod. I don't use that much anymore. And she was like, okay, well, it's only certain iPods. Okay. I, it's a, it's a fourth generation iPod touch. Hey, that's what I use. Yeah. I like it. It's great. Um, still works, but <laughs> she, so she's like typing in there and she's clacking for a while. I was like, well, it only goes back to fourth generation. Great. That's the one you have. Yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah, it's just, you know, that's the one I'm curious. And it's like. Um, okay, if it's in really, really good condition, I can give you $7 for it. Oh, God. And I was like, all right, well, thank you. And she's like, but that's only if it's good. I'm like, okay, it's not. And I just walked out of the store. I just, (laughs) so uh, people are charting it out. Apparently, GameStop is going through the same death throes that, uh, that Toys R Us did. And if the calendar works out the same, GameStop might announce closure either September or January. It oh. depends if they want to like try and force through the holiday season or not. Sure. That's um. I I mean it's a shame, right? Because it's a business and it employs people. And I I remember really liking GameStop when I was in high school and college, and actually like pre-ordering games and buying used Game Boy Advance games and looking at like toys and stuff. And well, I mean, here's the thing: they shouldn't overextend. I. I think there was a part where GameStop was doing very well, and then when they bought out EB Games, it's like they doubled their stores because they turned every EB Games into a GameStop, and then suddenly none of them are, are sustainable. I think and that's like, well, part yeah. of it. But <laughs> I, just the, the buying culture has definitely changed over the last 10 years. And some of these stores, it's not that... I, I, it's almost just, It's like they don't know how to adapt, but maybe they can't even adapt because... What they're offering is just becoming irrelevant. It, if me and my brother get games, if we want to get it physical, we usually just get it at Target because there's they got other stuff we want there. But a lot of the times we just you know download it because we have good internet and there's no case. It's great. And so GameStop's well, got to start selling shit that you can't download, I, but it's like, yeah, but I've hit an age where I really don't want any of that anymore. I just want um, wherever it's the cheapest, really. Like, there are times where I want the collector's edition. Sure. So, the new Final Fantasy expansion's coming out, and it comes with a cool statue that looks just like a dragon dick. And it's like, I need that! So, it's like, you know what? I'll go down to the GameStop. Um, when Bee Simulator comes out, I go, oh, I want that. So, I go to Steam, and it's $40. And I go, yeah, And I see an ad that it's $20 at GameStop. So, I go there. Okay. You know, um, there's those are like the two times I go to GameStop now. It's just Bee Simulator and Dragon Dicks. Makes sense. Does, uh, I, does I Best told Buy you about, not sell Dragon Dicks? So Best Buy used to be cheaper than GameStop, but they discontinued their gamer plan. Oh. So all, all the Amiibos are like full price now, so I stopped getting those. It's funny. Best Buy stopped selling CDs, so I literally have no reason to ever go into a Best Buy. Yeah. Pretty much. Because a lot of the shit I would get there, I can get at Target. Or if they don't have it at Target, they just tell me to go get it off Amazon. I was trying to find a, a new screen protector there. They're like, oh, we don't have one for your phone. We have this one. It might work. It's like $40. I was like, yeah, I don't want to spend that much. He's like, yeah, I mean, just, just go on Amazon. You get them for like 8 Get like two, so for, I, two for 8 It's better. I told you about uh, when Destiny came out, right? Uh, maybe. So I was really excited about Destiny. When they, when they announced Bungie's leaving... Um, basically it's 343 has taken over Halo and Bungie is going to be their own thing and they're going to do a new IP and they got this whole like 10 year plan and everything and look at all the people behind it look at all this stuff behind it um, Sony's back in it it's going to look great on the new PlayStation I literally I bought a PS4 specifically for Destiny huh. I was just I was so looking forward to Destiny and so I pre-ordered like the top end edition that came with like a scale statue of a ghost um, and other stuff too, but I really wanted that statue because I, I pictured how my PlayStation is going to look really cool with this ghost floating next to it. Right. So 
finally comes and it's the big day and I go to the GameStop and I sit, I turn in my like my pre-order little ticket number and it's like I'm here for the thing and they're like oh I don't think we have those and it's like well I I pre-ordered it are you sure you didn't like get any since you know I pre-ordered this like over a year ago and they're like mm, well let me look oh you pre-ordered it okay and it's like I don't know what it is with GameStop and he's like they don't listen the first time you say anything Right. They go in the back and they come back and and they have um the Xbox three sixty version. And it's like that's not the PlayStation four version. I pre-ordered the PlayStation four version. And like, oh uh, no you didn't. And I have like literally the printout. Like I have the paper in my hand, you know? Yeah. It's like, mmm, I did. It says right here. And she's like, "Well, we don't we don't have the PS4 version. We just got these in." And it's like, "Okay, that's not what I pre-ordered, so I'm not paying for it." Like, can, is there anywhere else? Like, do other GameStops have it? Is there a way to get this like fixed? Um, because the the problem with these like collectors editions is they basically they'll make one wave. It's not like a thing that's in production. Oh yeah, yeah. So you get it like that that week, or you're not going to get it at all. Pretty much. Now, they do sometimes get more than actually, like, get sold. But in the case of Destiny, because it was so popular, there was literally a shortage, and they d- did not make enough to go around. Oh, that's wonderful. So, well, yeah. But, and, and I, I was paying attention to this stuff, too. Um, But I was also kind of frustrated, because it's like, I did pre-order a year ago. I feel like I'm front in line, you know? Yeah. So, I go there... I pick up the thing and it's wrong. So I'm like, okay, I, I'm not, you know, paying for this. And the thing is I put the money down when I pre-ordered it. So I want my money back because right. they did not deliver the thing I pre-ordered. So she's like, okay, well, to do that, I have to call my manager. Like, okay, okay, do that. So the, the phone call was really funny because she was trying to be nice and she was taking my side because she did understand like, okay, something went wrong and I'm in the right I don't think the manager realized I could hear him saying what he was saying. Oh, no. Because he was, he was fairly rude and very insistent that um, the, the customer won't know the difference anyways. Just make them buy that version. And it's like, at that point, I, I didn't want to be, like, nice anymore. But I wish that he was there in person so yeah. I could be not nice at him. And it was just this very awkward, like, sad feeling walking out of the GameStop after, like, looking forward to this for a year. Um, and then I went to the Target, and at the Target, if you buy Destiny, you get an ice cream. Hey! So I got Destiny and an astronaut ice cream with the moon on it, and the Destiny logo. And it's like, you know what, this isn't what I wanted, but also it's ice cream, that's good. I, you could have had a worse ending to that story, you got some ice cream. It's interesting when you're talking to someone, either on the phone or in person, and you're getting mad, and you're trying not to like swear right you're trying not to lose your cool because you you have a a goal in mind and they have a goal in mind and if you hit a certain threshold the goal is not going to be met and you don't want that to happen but also you're really you're angry um i I remember just dealing with the house loan stuff in the bank you know hitting that point quite a few times and eventually just being like why are you trying to fuck me like what is wrong what what why are we dealing with this horseshit you know because i was getting like extremely pissed off because they're giving me the runaround, and it's just like, you have to realize you are fucking me, and I'm trying to get a $100,000 loan from you. Like, this is ridiculous. And I have a feeling that conversation is going to happen again tomorrow or Monday. And I'm not looking forward to it. But I know the bank isn't going to be like, oh, yeah, the invoice is good enough. No, they're going to be like, we have to go to your house and make sure the sump pump was installed, or you're not going to get the money. You have to prove to us that you did construction you need on your house that you wanted done. For no reason other than they're a bank and they can do that. And I'm just angry thinking about it. And I'm hoping I'm going to get someone that's like not a lizard person. But I don't, I'm not, I'm not, you know, it's just, it's, it hasn't just been a good track record. And I don't know how I'm going to deal with that conversation because I'm going to want to start throwing out the F word a lot. But at the end of the day, I'm probably going to have to pay $400 for some asshole to come look at my house and be like, yep, that's a sump pump. That sounds about right. It's fucking ridiculous. This this world we live in is just a goddamn cartoon mess. I hate it sometimes. 
Uh, you reminded me of something else when you were saying that. We were talking about the phones. Yeah. Um, it, it, there's something... It's weird when you're trying to have a conversation with somebody and how important... I don't know. I guess I, I guess communication is very hard sometimes when you're limited. Sure. Um, like when you send an email, it's hard to tell how the other person's going to read it. Because like it, you understand how to tell a joke. It's not just the words. There's delivery. There's the mood in the room. Like right. how receptible people are going to be to a joke. Um, and so when you like write an email and at the end you go, um, hope you get that promotion. Ha ha. That might be the last thing that other person has to hear. You know, <laughs> like right. they just got some bad news and now you're teasing them because the context changed on their end and you don't even realize it. And um, that's one of those things I actually, I really like with Space Station 13, um, how they handle things like language, because it's all text-based, so you have to get used to like reading really fast. But they do things like, uh, you know how if someone says your name, it's like the text comes in twice as big? Yeah. And that's to simulate how like you would recognize, like, oh, did I hear my name? You know, and you can tell that someone's speaking to you. Sure. In a way that, like, in text, when there's just a whole bunch of text going by, it's like a mess. But if you're actually in a room with a bunch of people, you would know if someone is speaking to you directly. Yes. And it's like, what an elegant solution <laughs> to how really communication smart. works. Um, other things happen, like, if you're electrocuted and you're, like, you're having trouble, you're, like, shaking or trembling, you speak differently if you, um, if you're, like, <laughs> what's, um... There's other ways that you're dying where your language gets really labored. If someone's whispering and you're 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 too close to not hear it, but you're not close enough to make out what they're saying, you'll get like random letters but you can't quite make out the words. Okay. Um it's really there's a lot of clever stuff. I love uh when you die, sometimes uh it'll pick random words that you hear. So if you're like unconscious or you're you're like you're blacked out or something. Sometimes uh, you'll go into like a dream state where you think you hear things. Oh wow! So it'll say something like you think you heard the word pineapple, and it turns out there's no one in the room. You're just hallucinating because you're dying. And then you'll see a couple doctors walk in out of the corner of your eye because like your vision's so constrained. And a couple people walk by, and it'll say doctor whatever says something 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 body bag something, and it's like uh oh. and it's just uh it's interesting how they how they portray this stuff because communication is so delicate how do you um when you're at work and you get a call because you're you're kind of you do inventory stuff right like we're yeah similar things so like like there, there are certain customers that want us to buy their stuff but we won't buy it for one reason or the other like in my case it's a company that sells anti-static equipment. We've used it before. It's largely cheap garbage. I never want to touch it again. And every year at this time, I get phone calls and emails from this guy. Hey, you wanna, we got some new stuff. Can I come in and show it to you? I'm so excited. Every year I have to tell him no or just hang up. Or I don't hang up if he, if I, he actually calls me. But, you know, like delete the voicemails and stuff. And I know i got to be professional. But it would be nice to make this back and forth not happen ever again. And I'm just like, I wonder how I do this without being the bad guy. <laughs> mhm. No, I know exactly what you mean. Um there's <laughs> there are times where it's like, "Oh, does this warrant being a bad guy? Is is today the day?" <laughs> and it's cuz I've I've had those days, I'll admit. Yeah. Um Well, cuz you have like bad weeks, right? Like I was, I was sick this week. I didn't wasn't firing on all cylinders. Was well, I had a obnoxious. I, so I had a rough one. Um this is at my old job. We had a we had a situation where um we pay somebody to come and pick up our um well actually what what we do is we buy the big fifty five gallon drums, but also they pick up our used ones and they Oh clean my and god, we've been them. having the same shit this week. So what happened was we've been using this guy forever. I don't know what the problem was this week. But he came by once and apparently just didn't grab anything. He didn't deliver anything. He didn't pick up anything. He just left. And then, so this is like, um, we're getting low and we need him. Yep. And 
somebody gives me a phone call and says, hey, my driver went down there. You guys, and he said you guys wouldn't let him in and blah, 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 this. And I was like, so we're, we're canceling your order and we're also going to fine you like $80 for the, for the gas and the drive time. And I'm having a panic attack because we need these drums. It's like, right. I don't even know what the problem is, but it's like, we need the drums. Send your driver because we need them. He's like, I'm not sending the driver until we get this $80. And he's like, he's being kind of rude about it. But I'm like, what do we do about fixing this? Because like, you know, this will literally shut down production. Mm-hmm. So I'm jumping through hoops. And, and he was also threatening how like, you know, we've been doing business forever and we give you the best price around and like, you'll never replace us and stuff. And this is how you treat us, blah, blah, blah. So I'm digging around, and I found someplace else that was cheaper. Oh, nice. So it's like, okay, good. And I, you know, I contact them. I say, hey, I got a credit card. Can we get some drums? And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. And they show up that day. And it's like, wow, okay, thank you. So crisis averted. Yep. So then I start investigating what went wrong. Like, why, why didn't the receiving department let the guy in? So I talked to security, and I said, hey, yesterday the truck driver came, and uh, like, did you let him in? And he's like, yeah, let him in. We called receiving. They're like, okay. Like, do we have it on camera? I was like, yeah. So there's, like, camera of the normal procedure happening. The truck driver pulled in, and then instead of, like, pulling into the dock, he, like, sat there for a little while and then backed out and left. And it, it's like, okay, what happened? And I talked to the guy on the receiving, and the receiving's like, no, I was sitting here all day. I never saw him. He, like, he never called. He never got out of his truck. He just kind of, like, apparently pulled into the parking lot. And stayed there for a little bit and then left. And so this turned into, I don't know if the driver was doing something suspicious or if the company was trying to pull a fast one and just get more money out of us. Sure. So I called him and I said, uh, we're not doing business with you anymore because I found someone cheaper. And then he said, oh, I'm calling your bluff. And I said, okay. And I hung up the phone on him. (laughs) (laughs) And it's one of those things where you shouldn't burn bridges, especially like in my position of representing the company. Exactly. But it's also, um, in a more objective sense, I literally explained the situation. I told them we don't need these, <laughs> we don't need your service anymore, anyways. Um. So bye. And then he <laughs> he kept like harassing the accounting department for the eighty dollars, and so I told the accounting department. Um, it, it, he can fine us the $80, but he has to deliver the drums that we ordered. And what I did was I left the PO open for the drums. Nice. So they had to deliver the drums that we needed and we'd pay the extra fine for the drive time or whatever. Um, but he has to honor that price because I'm not going to pay more on top of the, we're already paying more than this new company. Right. Right. And so, like, he called me really angry and said, you you know, you have to pay, blah, 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 blah. And I said, okay, are you going to deliver the drums we ordered? Because still we need some more by the end of the month. And it was, like, this whole thing where he didn't want to work with me about it. And I explained the thing with his driver, and he wasn't interested in what his driver was supposedly doing. And it's like, I mean, it's on video, so it's not supposed. Yeah. You know, and after I mentioned the video thing, he stopped calling. I'm sure okay. he did. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've been pretty lucky. I don't think I have any like stories like that or people are really angry. Um or trying to like screw us at least too bad. I know we had one where we had a guy come in to fix a machine or like to to do just preventative maintenance on the machine. And uh, he did a really bad job and he missed some really obvious stuff that broke like a week later because he didn't grease a bearing and it changed this or that. And they charged us like $5,000 for this visit because he was here for a while and there's a lot of drive time. He's like from coming, you know, from a couple states away, all this crap, right? And so we had to have him come back to fix the thing that broke and then they charged us like another like $6,000. So this $11,000 bill that they, you know, it was because they, they did a bad job and we had to get out, get on the phone and it's like I had to compile a ton of information and all of this stuff and uh, eventually it got sorted out but it's just like, hey, what this is ridiculous, uh. So it's a little different, but there is you know this. You're you're angry because they're trying to pull a fast one, or because they're incompetent, and now they're trying to get more money out of you. And it's like, no, you're gonna eat the cost for all this travel because we should never have had to pay this in the first place. Also, we're never using you guys again to fix this machine. We we had a with with barrels. It's funny we have a we have a machine that has a it's a 
uses acid to uh, etch metal, and so eventually you have to empty it and you mix the acid with a base to neutralize it. But we can't dump it down the drain because there's uh, metal flakes in it, and you can't throw those <laughs> down the drain. Right. And so we're trying to organize with this company we use with a lot of other waste barrel stuff, like, hey, can you come pick this up? And the answer was yes, but... And so we're going through the hoops, and they need to get it in their system, and they has to get us a number and all this other stuff. And we're it's going okay. The the department with the the acid barrels getting kind of testy because it doesn't smell good, and it's just been in their department for a while. And eventually, like, okay, we got this sorted out. You're gonna come pick it up on Tuesday. Tell everybody I got go write the number on the the barrel the the, the number that they assign. And it's great. And then the next day, the guy emails me. He goes, Oh, turns out we actually have to print a barcode to put on this barrel. And that machine is broken. <laughs> we'll pick it up next week. <laughs> Just like, oh my fucking god. <laughs> so you have, uh, I have to be the guy to go tell Brian, hey, guess what? You get to hold on to that acid for another week. <laughs> I know how happy you are. He's such a gruff man, though. It's really fun upsetting him because he's always upset. And it's just like, I wonder how mad I can make him today <laughs> for stuff beyond my control. We're in interesting positions at our job because we're... We're involved in, like, a lot of different shit, right? Like, you're dealing with accounting, you're dealing with customers, you're dealing with inventory, you're dealing with production. And it's... I love it. You see everything. It is kind of fun. Sometimes it's, like, I would get so crap. bored. <laughs> I, I, I work with some of the guys where it's, like, I'll go out in the warehouse and I'll help them with stuff for a little bit. And it's, like, man, if, if just the warehouse was my job, I would not want to live anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, the variety is really key. Yeah. I, uh... Yeah, I'm not I'm not cut out um I think if I was in solitude, like if I had an accounting job and my accounting job is I sit at this desk and I process these documents and that's it, no one bothers me. I wouldn't mind it. Those I've had a plenty of those. Those are all right cuz you throw headphones in, you listen to books, you right. listen to podcasts and music and your day goes by. But not you can at make a your crawl, own routine. But, yeah. Uh, if I had to make small talk with the same three people, I want to die. You know what I mean? It depends on the people. I mean, I, I, uh, I definitely make small talk with, you know, like, I like my coworkers, and so, like, it's not really small talk anymore, it's more like actual conversations. Like, you know, you're like, how's well, your okay, day? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's, actual conversations are fine. I mean, like, the, there's guys in the warehouse where every single day, it's, um, hey, did you, did you hear about the chargers? And I'm like, no, what happened? It's like, I, well, I don't know. I was wondering if you heard any Chargers news. It's like, no, I didn't. I had a guy yeah. that... Every he, day. He had a similar thing, but it was with Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, do you, do you know, if you hear about Insane Clown Posse? Like, no, what happened? It's like, no, I just, like, do you think they'll come back? Because I saw him at, at the concert when they were here, like, a couple years ago. And he never forgot that, because we sat next to each other. And, like, it was just, like, every couple of days he would bring this up. Like, do you think they'll come back? And it's like... No, the venue literally said they would never have that group of people ever back into their building because they fucking destroyed it. <laughs> they are not coming back. Yay! I'm trying to... I had something like... Not to be like on work some more. And it feels weird to talk about work when I know at least two people I work with do listen to the show once in a while. But I'm not shit-talking them this time. It's great. That was before the show. Wink, wink. No, I'm kidding. Um... I feel like the position I'm in and you're in, like, people get to know you because you, you, you do a lot of stuff, and then it's like, oh, I can just skip the middleman and go to you. Like, I got involved in this quality project that involved getting, like, brush wheels for a machine that won't scratch parts. And it's mostly because I have a credit card, and the guy's like, can you buy these for me? And I was like, yeah, it's for R&D, I'll, I'll, I'll code it to R&D. And then they didn't work, and so now it's just like, can you help me find better stuff? And it's like, I guess, but also I don't care. <laughs> And it's been a lot, of, it's been a weird kind of back and forth with, I mean, I care enough because I don't want, you know, fallout bad, but it's it's not my job. Like, I, I will buy stuff if you need it, but I, I'm i not going to do the research. I can, but I'm not gonna. Or don't. Well, he was starting to bother me, too, because he's like, okay, we, we would need two wheels to simulate this. And he's like, just get one and we can just rub it across the stock. And it's like, that's not how it works, though. That's not how the machine works. You gotta, like, set it up properly to see if it's gonna work. And so when he's like, this didn't work, it's like, yeah, but you didn't you didn't set the machine up to see if it actually worked. You just rubbed it really hard against the machine. Of course it fucking scratched, you moron. 
that almost that that upsets me more than anything else. Is like it's not that he wants me to help. It's that like I'm buying him a thing and he's not using it properly to like test it properly. He's just being lazy with it. Scientific method. We have to we have to set this up. Machines Repeat it. are hard. Yeah. At least at least work is interesting. Like I said, it it would be hard to go back to a normal job after having this one. Yeah, I don't know what I'll do. I, I I hope I can find ways to keep life interesting, but well, you got the new one, right? I'm assuming you're. That's been an improvement. Oh, it has. Um, but it's also like who knows what'll happen? You know, five years from now. Sure. It's weird to think of like five years from now, I could still be where I'm at because this is already the longest job I've ever held at like four and a half years. I haven't quite been there for five, and so to think that I could be ten years at the same place, but. I feel like that's almost better than it would be just better than what I was doing before where it seemed like every other year I, a temp agency would kick me to some new place to pay invoices for eight hours a day. Yeah. I I really I, uh, I really hate the feeling uh, what's the word? It's not just motivation, but you have to feel like you're doing something that is of value. Yeah. And it might be a small part but it still has to feel of value. And I hate these weird, like, non-jobs where it's like, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something. I, <laughs> the, the guys at the grocery store, do you have cures? No. So uh, the grocery stores around here have a position called the cure. Um, maybe the different stores have different names for them now. But basically, there's a bunch of cashiers they have one cashier that's not allowed to cashier and they stand at the back of the lines and tell people, Oh, you can get in line on number three. Um, uh, number three is open. Huh? I feel, yeah, I feel like around here, people just kind of can see like which lines are open and well around here. They can too. Yeah. It's weird. Or like, the, it, it, the, some people it, like, Hey, it, this it, lane's it, open. Come here. They're so backed up all the time. Sure. That it's like, can you get on the cashier? Is it? Uh, no, I can't. Like, literally, we could solve the problem right now, but no, I can't, because that's how these stores <clears throat> are run. Yeah. And <laughs> I I remember once at Target, um, I'm buying. Well, this is like a Thursday, so we're gonna record. So my hands are full of boxed wine, <laughs> and like an apple because I'm being healthy, and so I'm standing in line. And I can't check myself out at the self-checkout because I'm buying alcohol. And Target doesn't have a fast lane anymore because they put in self-checkouts. So I'm standing in a regular line. And I'm standing here forever. And there's a baby crying in front of me. And there's like a 12-year-old crying about Fortnite behind me. And I'm standing here and it's like I'm I'm capable of like putting myself into a zen state. You know, it's like, well, I'm, I'm in this situation... So instead of being frustrated, I'll just let time pass, you sure. know? So I'm standing there, and then the cure, he's like, he's yelling, self-checkout's open, self-checkout's open. And every time he says it, he takes like two steps closer to me. And he's working through the lines, and he keeps saying, self-checkout's open. And he gets up like right next to me, and he and he's like about to tap me on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like, I'm going to explode. So if you touch me, I'm going to remind you that legally you cannot touch me. <laughs> and he's about to touch my shoulder. And he sees my box of wine I have in my hands that you could clearly see from a distance. And he's like, and he's like yelling in my ear, self-checkout's open, uh, not for alcohol. And he like turns around and walks away. Because he noticed at like that point why I wasn't moving. Yeah. And it's like, I felt bad for him because that's his job. Yep. He saw a guy that could, oh, if he just get in the fast line, he'd be out of here. He's trying to help from his angle. But it's also, man, if he could open a register, the lines would be gone. Yeah. That reminds me of a couple things. The first is, I had a job where I processed um, invoices for drug tests. So, you know, you go to, a, you take a, a drug test before you get hired. They, they look for marijuana and all that other fun stuff. And it was largely I, I, just pot Hey, tests. I'm curious. Do they still look for marijuana? Um, so that depends on the company around here, because there okay. are definitely some that no longer do. They'll still do a drug test for all the hard stuff, but they if, if there's pot, they don't care, but they don't 
usually advertise that, right. but it is a thing. But so I'm doing I'm I'm doing these invoices for these drug tests, and at first I'm just like I can't believe there's a third party company that processes like all this is all we do all day is pay twelve dollar piss test charges. But I'm just like I kind of don't I don't agree with that this is a thing that in order to get hired to a place you have to prove that you don't do recreational drugs in your drugs in your spare time. I feel like that's nobody's business. And so, like, I, I legitimately didn't feel like I added value to society while working at that job. Because I just, I just didn't find it, like, super ethical, I guess, but also it was stupid. But they paid me $12 an hour, and at that point, I had never been paid that much before. So I was like, well, fuck, money's cool. Um, and so it, it, it only lasted about seven months, and then the temp gig ended because they outsourced it to India. And I had to, to train the people who were taking over for me that were getting paid literally like six dollars less an hour so that was fucking cool that is pretty cool that was that was a good old capitalism moment right there but then the other thing with that fucking checkout i swear to god every time i'm in like a hobby lobby there's one person at checkout and then there's three people watching that person check out and then there's a giant ass line yes i hate it so much i think the one thing with hobby lobby is at least you don't get the people that are um like the the cashiers are usually equipped to handle like coupon situations. Mm-hmm. For some reason, at Hobby Lobby it's slow, but it's consistent. Versus sure. the grocery store is this could be very efficient, but the person in front of me wants to return half of their banana, <laughs> which is a real thing that happened once. Oh God! And it's like you know, I feel bad that this. I I couldn't tell what the lady's thing was. Either she was like a little off her her rocker. Or she was just really hard up for money. Sure. But she was very insistent that the, the banana was bad, so she wants to return. It's just that the cashier said, I understand. I can't give a return here. You have to go to customer service. And then she was like, no, I no, you have to give me my return now. And it's like, okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you do in a situation like that. And I feel, I feel bad for the... the that kind of shit. I, I mean, I go. This is gonna be talking a little smack. So I, well, we were at a we were at a uh, KFC. Clearly, a new guy behind the register, and he was um probably you know told to speak a certain way, have a certain you know decorum, and be happy and very polite to the customers. He was laying it on a kind of thick, and you know what? It it was a little annoying, but he was new. He admitted he was new. He was slow. He was doing his best. And he was trying, and it's like, you know what, three weeks from now, they're going to beat this out of him, and he's going to be just another, hey, what do you want, kind of guy. And so, I'm going along with it, I'm trying to be helpful and, and, and understanding. We get our food, the people I'm with, and we sit down, and and uh, everyone in my that I'm eating with is just, like, totally shitting on this guy. Like, I can't believe how fucking annoying he is. Oh, okay, he called me buddy, like, eight times. And it's like, for one thing, we're not that far away, he can probably hear you. But two, like, why are you being an asshole? Because you were what mildly inconvenienced? Because he was polite. It was it was so fucking weird. And it's just like have some fucking compassion. This guy's got a shitty job, and he's probably making like eight dollars an hour. Well, he's probably making like eight fifty. I think that's minimum in Wisconsin. We well, you heard about the Star Wars cashier, right? No. Did you hear about the guy at the Target? Oh, with the toothbrush. I don't think so, but maybe. Okay, I don't know what it is with these weird entitled people. Um, so let, let me just tell you the Star Wars one. This guy is on Twitter and he's bragging about how he was at the grocery store and the, the cashier noticed my Star Wars shirt. And she said she also liked Star Wars and she asked me what my favorite movie was. Um, and I, and I said, well, The Last Jedi, of course. And then she said, well, that, uh, that one was kind of retarded. So I said, excuse me, miss, I'd like to talk to your manager. And it was like, he's like bragging on Twitter about how he got this lady in trouble. For not liking last year. For not liking the yeah. Which is like literally the most divisive one. So you should be least surprised if someone says they don't like it. Right. Just just by math. Um <laughs> it's like how, can you imagine having like a better day than you know, working for minimum wage and being chewed out for not liking the right Star Wars movie? Well, or was I she mean, chewed out because she used the word retarded? Well he he argued that. But he was clearly defending Star Wars. This was about Star Wars to him. It wasn't about language. 
It, correct. Okay. Which is another thing, too, because I still don't understand why people don't like the word retarded, because they'll say that it's it's mean to like mentally handicapped people, but that word's also not used to describe mentally handicapped people. So whenever someone says, I'm offended when you say that word, they're usually the only person that's making that association. I used it today as far as, like, we need to buy fire retardant material. And then I was, like, looking around, I was like, oh, should I not have called it that? It's like, it's literally called that. But I was like, should I just have used resistant? I, uh, someone, no. You know, like, I don't know what to do. No, I actually it, love that word. I use it quite a bit. It's very fun. There's a there's a difference between fire retardant and fire resistant. Sure. Like, you, you have to be, like, that's a safety thing. You can't mix those up. But, uh, I, I largely get, like... If someone's like, could you please not use that? I would be like, okay, I I understand. Like, it, it, I cannot use it around you or whatever. But at, at well, a certain point, But that's point, the like, thing. I mean, here's the thing. You can say, that's what adults do. Yeah. If something happens and you find it distasteful, you can say, I don't like that. It's when people act like they were raped. Because someone used a word that doesn't even deride them personally. And it's like, mm, I I know you're compensating for something, but you can do it over there. I've definitely been in, like, areas or chat rooms or whatever where it's, like, it's possible someone could be offended, maybe, so you better not talk about that. And it's, like, we're, we're talking about hypothetical offense here. We're also talking about video games. Like, let's cool it the fuck down. <laughs> I try to be really understanding, and I'm, I'm, I'm very quite progressive, but I, I have limits. And, I don't know, sometimes I get really mad, and I just want to call something retarded, like the bank. Still mad at the bank. What's that other word we're not allowed to say anymore? <laughs> no, there's like a new one that I forget now. Where it's like, oh, that's offensive now. I don't know, but that's just really funny because it felt like you're baiting me to say something I, I shouldn't. No, it did, it did sound that way, but there's like an actual, like, there's another one going around where people get upset when you use it. And it's like, I can't even keep track anymore. I, there's so many, like, made-up words. I'm I'm on my... uh. I made a Twitter, but then I have a separate Twitter just for, like, politics. Mm-hmm. And on the politics one, people keep bringing up all these words that are made up. And it's like, I'm scared. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> have, have you heard the word trad? No. Yeah, people really hate trads. And it's like, I don't have an opinion. I don't know. What Is it, it just T-R-A-D? Yeah. T-R-A-D. Um, then there's TERFs. Cause that I know what that means. Um, like there's there's these words that will they'll creep up out of nowhere overnight, and everyone's unanimously offended to the same nth degree, and it's like I don't even know what you're talking about. According to Urban Dictionary, trad is uh, traditional, typically used in the context of clothing, grooming, and other aspects of one's personal presentation. Oh, it's short for traditional. I guess. Oh, okay. What a weird, what a weird phrasing to use. I guess I don't hate it. I, w- I was expecting something like an abbreviation of the words trash and chad, and we're going to just start calling people trads now. No, because like turf is like a four letter, um, like. It, that's an acronym. Acronym, right? Yes. So I just, I thought that's what trad was. And it's like, I can't, um, I can't keep up. I don't know. You want to have a glad space? Yeah, let's do a glad space glad that you're going to be the one editing this and figuring out what goes in and out um i found tea i like yay i went to the grocery store the local one and i started looking at teas and i was looking for some specific stuff uh that i thought might be good for uh my throat as far as vocal performance couldn't really find what i was looking for but i did find an apple cinnamon one with some other shit it was like four dollars for 20 packs and i was like you know what? let's try it and it is goddamn delicious i love it I've been having it, like, every day since I got it. It is so good. It's my favorite tea. I can't... I'm going to buy more. I'm going to check more into the brand. I don't remember the brand name. <laughs> don't grab the box. That's, That's good, too. Yeah. Um. Oh, okay. So, earlier, I was complaining about um the last podcast network going to Spotify. So, I have a glad space about the last podcast network. Okay. Uh, I recently discovered a show I wish I knew about a lot sooner. Um, it's called. Well, let me ask. Uh, does the name? I can't pronounce this. Uh, Trace Balu mean anything to you? No. How about Frank Conniff? Nope. 
That's right. Trace Ballou and Frank Conniff have a podcast. <laughs> um, it's called Movie Sign with the Mads. And these are like the two like original guys from Mr. Science Theater. Oh, okay. Um, they review movies. And I've been looking for a movie review show because no one seems to review movies anymore. They do clickbait videos about outrage. Sure. Or like movie gossip or something. And it's like, no, just tell me if the film was good. So that's what they do is they'll review something and they go if it's good or not. And their tastes are a little different from mine, but they're also consistent and articulate and know what they're talking about, which is all I ask from a a review is that I have an understanding of what they're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I am pleased as punch to know about movie sign with the Mads. Yeah. Sounds nice. It, It is nice. Um, they also, actually, there's a third host. I forgot her name, but I'm sure it's right here. Uh, Carolina Hidalgo from Sirius Radio. Don't know her either. Okay. She has a wonderful speaking voice, um, but she has a lot of fun with them, too. The The three of them, they have a really good chemistry just talking about the movies they like, what they do and don't like about the movies. It's a, it's just a good, it's a little show. It's not like a huge production thing. I think most of them are under an hour. You know, it's not like a a dedicated thing. It's just sure. when they see a movie they want to talk about, they do. Nice. And that's great. That's exactly what I want. So I'm happy to have that. I know I have a, one of the movie reviewers I watch is a movie Bob who's on escapist. And it's funny because it seems like every week he, he puts out some reviews. I watch them. I, I generally tend to like his opinion or even if I don't agree with him, I like the arguments he makes. He's fairly fun. Sometimes he talks kind of fast and normally like the, the comments are always like, man, I wish this guy would slow down. I'm like, okay, if you just need to pay a little more attention, there's been a couple of his later reviews where it's like, why are you talking so fucking fast? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Just slow down. I don't, I, he's cool, though. He's been around for fucking ever. He used to be with the escapist. He left and he came back. and Yay. I don't know. Internet celebrities. Are we? I, I, um, I hate Jason Schreier. He's that Kotaku guy? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like Kotaku. He's he he especially though he he has this weird attitude where he like picks fights with people on Twitter, and it's like, sorry, um, it, there was this one where it was he had one of those I'd like to talk to your manager arguments with somebody, like on Twitter publicly. Oh wow! And it's like, dude, can you can you be a bigger loser? Like you're literally like sitting on this ivory tower thing. And he's like, yeah, you remember working at uh, We The Nerdy? Yeah. Um, You know how fun it is when, like, a big site or, like, a big person will, like, punch down? Oh, yeah. I, I mean. That's fun, right? So I'm just, I'm watching, I'm watching Jason here do that thing. And it's like, dude, I, <laughs> not that I have, like, respect for you, but it's like, this is hard to watch. Well, it was funny because this, I mean, it didn't happen publicly, but that was largely the reason why I no longer write for that site is because me and Jean-Luc wrote reviews that DC people didn't like and were like, hey, you need to have them tone it down or whatever. And and there was a pretty gut reaction because they didn't want to lose review copies and and contacts or whatever because I didn't like fucking Justice League, whatever the fuck it was called. I don't remember anymore. So... The specific example was, um, I don't remember what game it was, but it's some series. I want to say Persona. And there's a Persona fan site, okay? Okay. And they put out an article that said that there was a survey, and one of the survey questions was asking if you'd be interested in playing Persona 5 on the Switch. And so they wrote an article about how that was in a survey, and it was kind of just like a talking point about, hey, if they're humoring the idea, um, wouldn't that be interesting? to take Persona 5 on the go. And, yeah. like, you know, do you think it would be a, a direct port? Do you think it would be scaled down for graphics? Blah, blah, blah. And so then Jason's, <laughs> Jason Schreier, for some reason, wants to throw in, like, <laughs> he has this, like, snide remark about how, um like, you know, uh, not to be picky, but just because it's in a survey doesn't mean they're actually considering it or that it's possible. But, hey, if uh, misleading headlines are your stake, whatever... And and it was just, it turned really gross. There was a back and forth after that that was, like, sad to watch. And it's like, why are you picking on this fan site? Like, what did this Persona yeah. 
<laughs> what did this Persona fan site do to anger you so much? That's the annoying thing, right? Is they're just like, hey, you know what would be fun is to talk about this. And it's just like, and then some dude from Kotaku who has a lar- large following, just to hit, he swings at him for no reason. And it's like, what did I do? I'm just trying to have fun. I want to talk about a game I like. I mean, the plus side, that that's probably like more hits than they'll normally get. Yeah. But it's just... That's like that scary thing about social media, though, right? Is like, because it's more hits than they're normally going to get, but it's not like for a positive reason. I don't know. We're what should we call this episode? I want to I want to call it something clever. I have no idea. We ended up spinning it bitching and then talking about work in a really weird way. I want to um swing and a pessimist. I like how that works. That doesn't. I, I, it works if you say it out loud. I'm trying to spell it, and I don't know that it would come across. Uh, are we still recording? I'm I, still recording. I am. Um, okay. how about? Uh, Star Trek Picard episode two. <laughs> I, I, I didn't watch it. I'm glad they put that first episode out so I could watch it. Yeah. And decide I don't want to keep watching it, I guess. Um, st- oh, Star. Call it Live in the Dream because we talked about work. Oh, Live in the Dream works. Because I, I don't know how many times you hear that a day, but I hear that a lot. Like, how you doing? Oh, Live in the Dream. Um,. So that's right. This has been Opinions Are Cheap with Cameron and Chad. Yeah, that's us. That was a long intro. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs>